Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, asked the same question of their listeners. And here's their response. Reflecting is a political term, meaning hope someone else gets busted and this whole thing blows over. But give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See in your... Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And on this getaway day, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Thanksgiving, family, friends, food, gluttony, wine, football, more food. (laughs) Gluttony. That's one of your seven deadly sins. You just named off one of the seven deadly sins. Well, there'll be plenty of sloth as well. As like a positive. Yeah, that's true. How many of your sins do you get involved in on... uh, on Thanksgiving, definitely gluttony yeah. and sloth. Well, and polls are showing anger. Right? Is anger one of them? Isn't anger something? Wrath, it's a, right? Wrath, yeah, yeah, sure. People can't even get together anymore because they're so wrathful about politics. Depending on the gathering, there could be some coveting of thy neighbor's wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Certainly could be some envy. Yeah. And things turn really ugly. A murderer, too. <laughs> Certainly greed for just one more just one more slice of pie. Of course, that's gluttony. Uh, yeah, so murder unlikely or, you know, killing somebody. So uh, really, six for seven on the deadly sins for th- for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody's husband goes to bed early, he's had too much wine, and all of a sudden there's a little uh, adultery going on. Do infants enjoy infancy as much as adults enjoy adultery? Science still studying the question. <laughs> Let's uh, introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Hey, I'm doing good. I got a list here, guys, of three things that I'm grateful for at Thanksgiving. I'll I'll be real quick. Nice. Okay. One, the kitty table. This is where we put undesirable relatives and tell them they're a hero by keeping their eye on the kids. There you go. So we always do that. Uh, The AAA report tells us every year that there'll be a lot of people traveling on Thanksgiving, and this is a godsend because otherwise I would have been caught totally off guard, you know? And then the local news stories <laughs> that uh, tell us how fattening Thanksgiving is. Of oh, course, yeah. we always thought it was a low-calorie meal, and you know now we know that it's fattening. So yeah, it, those it, are it, the three things every year that I'm grateful boy for. Boy, TV news is for stupid people. Oh, yeah. I, and, and not just kind of stupid, the stupidest among us. Mm-hmm. Sure. Local TV news. People who are stupid or really enjoy hearing about stabbings. 
That's what local TV news is for. People are going to head up to go skiing or something like that without checking the weather or the roads. And then if they do find out it's snowing, don't know what snow looks like. Right. (laughs) (laughs) TV news is for them. And then the whole, oh, wait, Thanksgiving dinner's fattening. What? (laughs) A lot of calories? (laughs) Wow. Uh, There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Looking forward to the the feastful day that is Thanksgiving, and it is the one day of the year where I actually allow adult men to wear cargo shorts, because if your (laughs) game plan on Thanksgiving is the same as mine, yeah, yeah, good. You get to see some family, and uh, you get to maybe share some laughs, uh, you know, drink, share a drink or something. But really, I'm just trying to figure out how to smuggle as much food away from it mm. into my own fridge so I can have leftovers for as much as possible. Because it's, uh, I don't know if they're equal, but it's a close second leftovers oh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no I doubt. A leftover plate for whatever reason. It becomes friends in the fridge, as oh, a yes. chef friend of mine says. Um, uh, yeah, leftovers are good. And that is always a tough call, the... Uh, the, the, the making the meal, the hosting the meal is a hell of a lot of work. And I've never even cooked a Thanksgiving meal, but just to clean in the house and, and to get everything cooked together. But you do get the leftovers. <laughs> you go Ugh. to somebody's house, you walk away empty-handed. And the next oh. day you're eating cereal and thinking, man, I'd sure like some of that. I, 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 I won't even go. It makes me too sad, the, you know, the days after not having a turkey sandwich to eat. Mm. Oh, God, I love a turkey sandwich. You get the bread, you get the stuffing on the sandwich, which is really totally unnecessary. <laughs> really, really good. Little uh, cranberry sauce on there Ooh, as yes. well. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Hell yeah, Marsh. I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't decided what to do in terms of, like, watching my weight for this, because I've been trying to be good for last year or so. And I don't know. Have you thought about tofu? Um, <laughs> there, I did see that article, uh, I think we talked about this the other day, about these, like, fashionable elastic pants that are a thing. Yes. Particularly for men, pregnancy pants for dudes. Yeah. yeah, they're like they're like dress pants, but they have a panel in front. She'd be completely comfortable when you sit down. You know, once in a while you'll see those idiotic, idiotic stories that make me so angry. Man gives birth. Some chick who identifies as a man, she got a vagina, she got a womb. Okay, she's given birth to a, a kid. You gotta call her a woman at least temporarily. You gotta welcome her back to Team W at least during the birthing process. Anyway, you got the transgender gals who uh, who, who get pregnant. They probably want man pants, but with the pregnant lady panel in front. I need to know who makes those. I need to know what they cost. I need a couple of pair, maybe a pair of jeans. Pair of slacks. I have a feeling if you ha- if you put on a pair of pants that have like a panel in front, you would never be able to go back to regular pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so sitting true. in your car, you're putting on your shoes and socks. You're thinking, where has this been my whole life? This is great. <laughs> you're on a plane. You'd oh. Think, oh, this is so fantastic. Right, got nothing pressing on my bladder. <laughs> this is heaven. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. We've got a, a special celebrity birthday today being celebrated by none other than the woman positive Sean has been crushing over for years, Ms. Scarlett Johansson, 33 years old today. One of the most powerful women in Hollywood, 2016's top grossing actress, Scarlett's net worth a hundred million dollars and Oof. growing. Wow, this is really even with the divorce. Yep. Is, wow. 
Um, wow. uh, she less desirable after she got with Colin Jost of uh, Saturday Night Live. No, that just means I have a chance because he's mm. no he's no catch. Well, I, I, exactly. I, I, I tell you, the tabloids are blowing up because just a few days ago, the two were spotted in the streets of New York, passionately making out in the wee hours of the morning after a Saturday Night Live performance again. Wow. Yes, yes, in public. Depends on which coast she's on. Seems to be who yeah. she's in a relationship yeah. with. Yeah, which you know that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. This is Wednesday, November 22nd, day before Thanksgiving, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the official beginning of the last show before Thanksgiving. Well, we, although we have fabulous best of for you over the weekend, but uh, here we go. According to FCC rules and regs at Mark. I've got to go. It's Friday. Hooray. Black Black Friday. Shoppers turning on other shoppers. Each one looking to get that hot ticket item at half the price. Black Friday. I thought it was next week. It was Friday. It was this Friday. Black Friday. Violence. Lunging. Fight. Grabbing. Arrest. This is a violent people. You have to be trained to react with ruthless, cold-blooded violence as well. All they need is a little Christmas spirit. Get it. Oh, it is Black Friday. Black and Blue Friday. Well, that is over the top. Uh, as is everything that is Black Friday. Right, uh, it doesn't exist. Should we go through that again, or is that who's that for? Yes. And David Partridge died. So uh, David Cassidy yeah. or Partridge. Keith Partridge. Keith Partridge. Yes. Right. Um. So we'll be playing lots of Partridge Family music this morning. No, please, let's um, not. I like the Partridge Family. Well, it's, I like, all, it's everything you need to know about Jack's taste in music, everybody. <laughs> I like this song. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Oh, well, we got the latest Roy Moore, Charlie Rose updates. More allegations against Charlie. Another black eye for Uber. Is your data at risk? And Trump's Twitter war with UCLA basketballer's father ramping up big time this morning. Stories coming yeah. up at 6.35, Armstrong and Getty. Trump and him still tweeting back and forth. That's unbelievable. Hey, hey, hey. That guy, whatever his name is, what's his name? I refuse to memorize it. Hey, you're, you're better at the game than the president is. Um, he's got to be so happy that he's managed to reel in the freaking president of the United huh. States into his little reality show. The two of them just, uh, any chance we can put them in a room, they kill each other. Um, uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Outstanding. Some delightful memories from shows past from a longtime listener. Awesome. David Cassidy, dead at the age of 60-something. Oh, this is good stuff, Jack. I, I Let like it, it rock. Huh? Let it all, yeah. yeah. TV child bands. Always been a fan. March yourself. Write more songs with harpsichord. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So President Trump finally weighs in on the Roy Moore thing and takes a as yet unseen third position among the powerful. Uh, nobody had taken the position of, I don't believe the charges. People had taken the position of, he shouldn't be in the Senate, or or I believe the women, but we need his vote. Nobody had taken the, I don't believe them well, position, which the president is going with. Yeah, but in a very Trumpian way. Kind of hinting that that's what he believes. But 
with with heaps of plausible, well, implausible deniability. Well, it's been forty years and we hadn't heard anything. I just, I don't know. I don't know. But I think, was... I think politically it would have been better if he'd have said, "I believe the women," but look, <clears> here <throat> is why we need another Republican vote. I think that argument, it, at least, you can make sense of. Uh, but I don't think he can say you can believe the women when he's got that, you know, a number of women hanging out there making accusations against him. Yeah. I'm not sure he can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a rough position yeah. of his own making, but that's fine. Mailbag. <laughs> that's going to be quite an election day. Was it, December 10th or 12th? Nobody, nobody, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> I'll go ask an Alabama. I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Here's a nice note from uh, Al Anonymous. Seriously? Still having problems with podcasts? At least it's a new technology that we are still perfecting. <laughs> Figure it out, meat! Uh, What's wrong with the podcasts? The first I've heard of it. Normally, if there's a if there's an actual podcast and it's not user error, I get multiple notifications that an hour is in the wrong order or it's labeled wrong or the, the wrong thing. Yeah, but if that's that's the, the, the first issue I've heard. K-M-U-T-T-P. Keep messing up those tricky podcasts. Al Anonymous. Well, maybe just for your bitterness and your criticism, your unwarranted criticism, Al, maybe I'll expose you. I'll expose you for the liar that you are. But huh? yeah, if anybody has an issue with the podcast, uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Positive Sean. Let me know. Sometimes wires get crossed. I, I will fix it as quickly as I can. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it's your app, too, y'all. Yeah. December 12th is the date. Ah, excellent. The I'll, Alabama election. There's going to be a lot I'll of people head on watching down that. to Birmingham and vote. And I don't usually care about uh, elections in other states and districts because I don't think they're bellwethers and all that crap. Right. But uh, this one's interesting. Uh, Ian in Tijuana continues his effort to become a comedian one joke at a time on our show. It's been a while since any of his crap has been worthy of airing. And uh, keep in mind what follows is one of the good ones. Mm. <laughs> Hey, uh, Jose, last Thanksgiving. (laughs) So you're laughing, which is usually an indicator that a joke is funny. That's why you make the big money. Last Thanksgiving, my girlfriend spilled gravy on her blouse. She said, oh, God, I look like a pig. I said, yeah, and you've spilled some gravy on your blouse. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is just mean. To be grateful, sure. Remember, gratitude is an action. Happy Thanksgiving, Ian and Tijuana. There you go. I like wow, that. he follows his really terrible joke. His, <laughs> I mean, Charlie Rose would have turned down that joke. <laughs> wow. With some real wisdom. The yin, the yang of Ian and Tijuana. All right, go away. Uh, here's a nice note from Brian. This just came in. My father, my father bought mm, stretchy pants. They look normal, but they're stretchy for fat people. He also bought shoes with lifts in them and used spray on his hair. He was not happy about being short, fat, and bald. Spray on his hair. Yeah, got the old paint your bald spot thing going. Um, My hair grows. (laughs) You know. uh, And and, uh, please don't tell us they have jeans now with spandex in them and they're stretchy. Are you kidding? I'm wearing a pair of jeans right now. They fit fine. I could gain 80 pounds and still wear these jeans. Well, the best thing about the jeans that have the stretchy material in them is they they don't do that thing where if you squat down once, they're falling off you all day long. Mm. Like regular jean material. Right. The first time you bend over, they stretch out, and then you're you're showing your plumber's crack the rest of the day. Well, and that's Jack's concern is all those uh, athletic moves he makes throughout the day, the squat and the the high leg kicks. Well, I I drew drop a lot of stuff. I, and I have to bend over and pick it up, and then my jeans are falling off. Now, you live your life like old uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. 
That's why you need flexi jeans. <laughs> Just face kicking people in tight jeans and cowboy boots. Uh, okay, so let's do this one here. It is a really nice note from Wendy, who has been listening to this show since um, day one. Um, Fagsdo, friend of Armstrong and Getty since day one, uh, was a truck driver. Uh, please have positive Sean put your best of best ofs and guest hosts on the podcasts. Is there any reason not to? I mean, because best of our our kind of concentrated A and G E goodness. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, if well, if people want them, why not do it? I don't. Well, we can talk about it after the show. Okay. Okay. Before I get to my point, uh, oh, okay. The same reason that the 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 Charlie, it's a great pumpkin. Charlie Brown is not as special when you got the DVD of it, and uh, you can watch it anytime you want, as when it just comes on once a year. I actually my agree with you. I think that's quite, kind of a quaint notion in the modern world. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Uh, what was that? Oh, she discovered the archives of the show, which is not... We we don't maintain those, right? Is that just no, dudes? It's a listener-generated listener, listener generated archive. That's fine. I don't want to make any money off of this. I just want my art to, to last. <laughs> wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's pretty funny. So a quick synopsis of what was happening in January of 2002. Why January 2002? I have no idea. President Bush ate a pretzel, passed out, hit his head on a table. I remember that one. So in honor of that, you brought in two young women to eat as many pretzels as possible. We did? I have no memory of that. Uh, Arnold broke uh, six ribs. Hmm? That was back when uh, we got that clip, obviously. I broke six ribs. He wiped on uh, on his motorcycle, didn't he? Something? Yes. Okay, thank you, Arnold. I don't remember what he was doing. I don't think it was a motorcycle. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. The Olympics are starting in Salt Lake City, and there was much speculation as to who was going to light the torch. And Joe suggested it would be great if George Bush lit it with the flaming beard of the <laughs> severed head of Osama bin Laden. That would have been good. Can't start the show with the showstopper. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, a guy was discovered. <laughs> that would have been great, Mr. President. But Obama got him. Ain't that a pisser? <laughs> a man was discovered in his house being eaten by his seven lizards. Amazon just showed its first profits. Joe said he used it occasionally, but Jack said he won't use it because he can't wait two days for a book. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fifteen years ago, and you're ca- you're catting Amazon. And last but not least, Joe got neutered. That was when I got neutered. Oh two, January oh two. One of his boys, Ralph in particular, was giving him a painful time because his manly tadpoles were getting loose and causing havoc. I could go on and on, etc. Um, uh, I've got five years left before I retire, so don't leave me high and dry. I need my fix. Well, we're trying to stay employed, Wendy. Trust us on that. Uh, thanks for the note. That's great. Yeah, I remember that. The vasectomy didn't go so well. Oof. That, uh, that, that turns me off, the idea of it. Oh, it's all right. I mean, it was intensely painful for a couple of days, but uh, life, is, <laughs> life is pain, isn't it? It was, in- it was intensely painful in my testicle for right. a couple of days, but other than that, it was... I, uh... I had searing genital pain for a few days. Yeah. That's nothing for a man like me. You know, one of the reasons I don't get it done is I'm kind of friends with my doctor, and it just seems weird. Is he a urologist or? Cause no, usually he, he, he would do it. Oh, he did. Yeah, just as a favor. Thanks. Did he bring it up? Uh, yeah, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see him, I got a cold. He's so want to get that vasectomy done. <laughs> Any no. chance you let me cut into your genitals? 
I think it was the whole family was there. It came up. I don't remember. But. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'll tell you what. I would never go back. Oh, man. Once all that worry is gone, you don't have to worry about any device or, or product or anything, and you can just have at it. It's good. It's and a good thing. My thing is... Uh, I'm sorry. That was indelicate, folks. I'm better <laughs> than that. After you have chemotherapy, you're not allowed to uh, impregnate someone for five years because it's very, you have very unhealthy, dangerous sperm. Oh, how so interesting! So it would be a really bad thing if. Oh, yeah. golly! Yeah. So yeah. I should probably get it for. Get liquor. her done. Yeah. Get her done. If nothing else, that ride home, you'll be aware of every single uneven spot of <laughs> pavement between the doctor's office and your home. It makes you a better citizen. I'm not riding in my wife's F two fifty after that. Then a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. Jarring would... me around. Ah! I would uh, I would choose your your vehicle very carefully. Trust me, I'll lend you mine, my old man car. Uh, let's see. Naming the uh, anti-sexual assault uprising. Uh, uh, Thaddeus writes, guys. It occurs to me this particular period of reckoning for sexual assaulters, rapists, and the like is yet to be given a catchy name to be used in textbooks of the future. Well, and Thaddeus, cable news of right now. Might I suggest we call it the Great Pervert Purge of 2017, or Perv Purge for short. Heck, you can even use the unimaginative perv gate if you'd like. I do not like. I liked the term they used in the Washington Post. I think it was a sex panic, which um, I suppose the problem with that is it it, it it makes it sound like it's all bad. No, yeah, as opposed no. to all the you know good that's being done. Yeah, that is, it's right. It's neither all legit nor all uh, illegitimate. Uh, KNCWAWGT. The word gate to the end. Thank you. Um, and finally this, Michael, I should have warned you. Well, not finally this. Ah, breaking news. Caitlyn Jenner reveals Bruce Jenner fondled her for over 50 years. Wow. <laughs> you know what? That's a little bit clever. It's not real clever. Hang on, hang on. That's not the end. No, it's not the end. It's not the end at all. Because every scandal needs a haiku. Mm. And Roger has written us a perv purge haiku. Michael, if you would, the traditional Japanese music that signals the gentle, the ancient, the... Beautiful art of the haiku, the five syllables, the seven, the five. The explanation takes so much longer than the haiku. I feel no hesitation in saying this is Jack's favorite part of the show. Mm. Roger's sex scandal haiku. <clears throat> Crusty paw on boob. Bathroom. Bat- I screwed it up! I screwed up the gentle and ancient Japanese art of the haiku! Damn it! Let's try again. <clears throat> Crusty paw on boob. Bathrobe open. Unit out. This sexy or what? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. Got the clicks. Nice. Why, so Charlie Rose lost both of his shows, not just suspended, completely fired. Never to be seen again, I wonder. Persona non get the hell out of here. Never to be seen again unless he's showering, because everywhere yeah, you can see yeah. him shower. Right. Man, that's one of the all-time fall falls from grace, right up there at Tiger Woods. He gone. Uh, Marshall's got the news coming up. President spent an hour and a half on the phone with Putin yesterday. It appears the whole Syria thing's over. Yeah. We basically just agreed they won. Iran and Russia gets Syria. Oh, boy. What now? What now? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, 
Uh, the president had stayed out of the Roy Moore thing. He's now in it. That'll be interesting to watch, among other things. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, yes, President Trump pretty much discounting the sexual assault allegations against the Alabama Republican Senate nominee, Mr. Moore, and insisting voters must not support Moore's rival in this upcoming election. We don't need a liberal person in there, a Democrat. I've looked at his record. It's terrible in crime. It's terrible in the border. It's terrible in the military. Now, the president did not endorse Moore outright, but seemed to It's a lot him... better on 14-year-old girls. <sighs> there was one 14-year-old girl. One. Handful of 15-year-olds, couple of 16-year-olds, 17-year-old, and a lot of 18-year-olds. President did not endorse Moore outright, but seemed to give him pretty much the benefit of the doubt. He totally denies it. He says it didn't happen. And, you know, you have to listen to him also. You're talking about, he said 40 years ago, this did not happen. So, you know. The president saying he's going to announce next week whether he will campaign for Moore, who faces... Oh, my God. ...who faces Democrat Doug Jones in that December 12th special election. So Trump's going to stand on a stage with Roy Moore with their hands together up in the air in front of a cheering crowd. That's that's uh, pretty interesting. If I'm a Democrat right now, y'all can have this one for free, although I'd appreciate a nice bottle of wine or something. Start saying Donald Trump doesn't have the guts to campaign for Roy Moore. He's too intimidated by the uproar. Start making it an issue of manliness. <laughs> He'll be down there. Uh, that, this is a tough one. I, I think Trump would have been on, on more solid ground if he'd have made the argument of, look, we live in a democracy. The people of Alabama get to choose who yeah. represents them. If they decide to choose Roy Moore and send him to the Senate, that's their issue. And, and you could even say, I wouldn't vote for the guy, but it's not, I don't get to vote for the guy. And here's why a Republican vote is so important and go through the list of legislation right. or things you want to accomplish right. that are, you know, the greater good. Yeah. Um, and you, you can make that argument. And it's an interesting uh, philosophical argument. Well, yeah, indeed. That's, that's my main interest in it is wrestling it over in my mind. I would hate to be pinned down on this, but say you found out that this Jones guy was like super soft. He was terrible on uh, reforming the VA. In fact, he'd made a couple of jokes about, you know, the vets get plenty of benefits. And it turns out he's an open borders guy. He just, he doesn't really believe in, in immigration law at all. Okay, now you got the, the chicken hawk Roy Moore who likes 14-year-olds. Well, and, and mostly 15-year-olds. Um, how do you vote? I don't know. I, I read George Will's column. Uh, who, he's a conservative. Uh, George Will's call him about this Jones guy. Sounds like a pretty good guy. I don't know how you... I, I couldn't make my hand pull the lever for Roy Moore. Possibly I'd stay home if I were in that situation and just not vote. Yeah, well, I, a lot I, of people will make that choice. I couldn't vote for Roy Moore. I just mm. don't think I could do that. Mm. Uber finally so comes... So you're a liberal. Go on, Marshall. <laughs> Uber finally... So you wish Hillary had won. <laughs> Uber finally coming clean. They're admitting the personal information from 57 million customers were stolen in a massive hack attack. It happened Dope. It happened in late 2016, and instead of reporting Wait the breach... Wait a second, it's late 2017. That's a, that's a whole year ago. Yep. And instead of reporting the breach to federal regulators, Uber paid the hackers $100,000 to delete the data. This has got to become a crime. I'm surprised there isn't legislation already. Yeah. When when you when your information gets hacked, companies have to tell you. They don't get to. The only reason they're not telling you is so that they can they can make more money. Well, there are laws about that now, aren't there? They're, Somebody nail down what those laws are. They're coming into place. Where's my clerk? Do I have a clerk? You have a clerk. 
a Clark? <laughs> hey, the feud between President Trump and the father of a UCLA basketball player detained for shoplifting in China is ramping up. Trump has complained that LeVar Ball, father of LiAngelo Ball, hasn't given him credit for the release of his son and two other UCLA basketball players from their Which detention in China. matters why. <laughs> Trump tweeting from his Florida vacation home this morning. First tweet. It wasn't the White House, it wasn't the State Department, it wasn't Father LeVar's so-called people on the ground in China that got his son out of a long-term prison sentence. It was me, all in caps. Too bad. LeVar is just a poor man's version of Don King, but without the hair. <laughs> Trump going on in another tweet. Just think, LeVar, you could have spent the next five to ten years doing Thanksgiving with your son in China, but no NBA contract to support you. But remember, LeVar... Shoplifting is not a little thing. It's a really big deal, especially in China. Ungrateful fool. Wow. China. This is this is so the Rosie O'Donnell feud. Yeah, interesting Trump mentioning Don King because uh, Don King knew, like Donald Trump knows, that just having your name out there all the time yeah. is, is a benefit. I don't know if it is his president, but in general... It seems to work for people. Kardashian, whoever, just having your name out there doesn't even imagine, matter what's attached to it. Just people talking about you on a daily basis makes you a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, and Trump knows that. That's why he gets engaged in these sorts of things. Whether that uh, jibes well with the leader of the free world or yeah, not, that, we'll have to see. History will judge. Yeah, that's a different question. Armstrong and Getty. That was uh, Don the King right Don there. King. Is that all he said? <laughs> yeah, I think so. We had him in the studio yeah. for like a half an hour. That's yeah. all he said? Yep. I think that's all we could get him to say because he wouldn't shut up. wacky, bedazzled American flag jacket yes. on. <laughs> anyway, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Hey, Marsh, you should know this. We got a note from uh, Emily. She made the butter beef with venison. Best, she said best thing ever. All right. So Marshall's working on that today, yes, making indeed. the butter beef. I saw the picture of you with your chef's hat on. Oh, yeah. Chef's hat. All the ingredients have been assembled. Got the big, big wooden spoon. We're ready to go. Wow. It's a sick. We're going to have a video up online of this? Yeah, the video will be posted later today. Fantastic. Man, you're making the heart melt of many a woman out there. Uh, oh, man okay. in a chef's hat. And the arteries clog. <laughs> So yeah, we got to get into all this stuff, uh, stuff that's going on, huh? Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll go to our, uh, our our reporter up in the snow and out at the airport. We'll do both of those. The lines are growing, Jen. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. before Thanksgiving, so of course, that means today was the annual presidential turkey pardoning at the White House. The president pardoned two turkeys today and then immediately criticized them on Twitter for not being grateful <laughs> enough. 
Speaking of that whole controversy, <laughs> kind of a common thread. I don't know, I even know who that LeVar Ball person is, but uh, we'll, we'll catch up on that story at about 7.04. He did a wacky interview on CNN, oh, and the God. president's battling with him, and oh, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, my God. Yeah, boy. <clears throat> President pardoning those two turkeys, proving he's soft on turkeys. What happened to the campaign rhetoric? He was going to cut down. All of a sudden, he gets there. He, I told you he was a liberal. Of course, Obama turned all those people loose from Guantanamo, and they went back to killing Americans. But Trump's soft hunter. You notice they're white turkeys? Think if they're black turkeys, they would have been a pardon, Jack? That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got on the turkeys. Oh, hey, speaking of travel. <laughs> that was Joe impersonates your Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and or Facebook feed, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, this may be the first time in the history of travel this happened. Uh, little D uh, was coming home from college last night. She was supposed to land at at nine oh one. Plane lands eight thirty two. Half hour early. Half hour early. How did that happen? I think did the, the words world start spinning faster? Or the or, or the captain got a text just before they took off from his girlfriend in California. Oh my God, I want you so much, and he was like, Oh yeah. We're going to burn some fuel tonight. I do not know. He's just dropping luggage during the flight. Yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's he's pushing other planes out of the way. <laughs> I've always been confused by that. The, the like when they'll say, you know, uh, you, you leave fifteen minutes late, and they say we'll make up the time in the air. Right. Well, if you can do that, why don't you do that every time? <laughs> I think it has to do with burning fuel and I the guess. rest of it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's uh, some egghead, some uh, you know, uh, pencil pusher. For the airline says, well, every uh, late uh, arrival tends to cost us if my uh, algorithms are correct. Even uh, <laughs> so, we could burn uh, three thousand dollars worth of fuel extra. Blah, blah, increase to three hundred eighty-nine miles per hour. I think that's probably what they do. Um, make some sort of calculation. But she, so she got home early, and and uh, she seemed a little annoyed that we didn't park and like greet her as she came down the escalator because mm. that's always such a great scene. Sure. And she, we, we, Judy, we were texting, and then Judy called her. She says, all right, we're coming. The traffic's super backed up, but uh, what what door are you out? And she said, oh, are you, you guys, I thought you'd, you know, do the, you know. And I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, I'm a bad dad. I love her so much, but I'm a bad dad. And so I see her. I pull over. I turn off the car. I jump out of the car. And I say, now we're getting out of the car. And so we give big hugs and then drive home and, and hear all sorts of stories and stuff like that. But, yeah, half an hour early. Uh, it was a good thing we were checking the uh, the app, or Judy was getting text updates or something like that. But unprecedented, can't imagine how that happens. My brother has returned from overseas a number of times on his military adventures with his kids waiting there with signs and oh, stuff like yeah. that. And yeah. Oh, that's the way to go. Yeah. You know, if you actually love someone <laughs> oh, and aren't a self centered bastard, I'd have had to park and it's cold out. And well, you know. right, it, it would have slowed everything. Then we'd have had to walk, and my you know, knee the, hurts. The, the walking and the parking and the walking some more. So, so we didn't. But she's home, so we stayed up and and. and and chatted, and she's getting constant texts from her friends on both coasts. And Does she seem smarter? Uh, yes. Because, you know, you spent uh, half a year at college, come yeah. back with a lot of knowledge. You know what she's come back with is she's in unbelievable shape, physical shape. No freshman 15 here because she's playing the underwater hockey. Underwater hockey. Right. It's huh. big in Europe and Canada. It's growing in the U.S. Now, there are some who believe... 
It's an excuse for people to get together, play a wacky sport, then get baked. That is absolutely untrue. That is mostly partially untrue. <laughs> so how does that exactly work? You... It's an eight-foot pool. Uh-huh. And most of the play is at the bottom of the pool. You come up, you take one big gulp of air, you plunge down. I'd be terrible at that. Oh my god! You, well, you've got to. It, she's got to have the the cardiovascular system of a of a bull moose, or perhaps a lady moose, more appropriately. But um, and the, and you swim. You got flippers on. You got a snorkel, snorkel mm. mask. Oh, okay. And and the stick is just a handle big enough for your hands and the blade. So you're down there at the bottom of the pool, and it's pretty physical and everything. Yeah, but you're, oh yeah, YouTube is full of videos of it. And this you, looks crazy. And you paddle with your feet, and so okay, it, with a mask on, I could see maybe doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and they have th- an hour and a half practice three three days a week, and so she's doing like grueling swimming three oh, days a week, just so. swimming to the bottom and top. I mean, over and over again. What great exercise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, how, oh, my God, the flat belly and everything. And, and she says to me, Dad, you don't want to hear this, but my butt is unbelievable. I no, said, you don't want to hear oh, that. You're right. I and don't even want to hear it because I don't want to hear but, you say that but, about your daughter. You know what? I can't unhear it now. I don't want to know that. Well, I'm sorry. Jeez. I feel like Charlie Rose over here. Well, don't worry. Just I'm from like, hearing that. I'm like old Roy Moore. She's 18. Um... So how long are you underwater to play? So you go, you go as down. As long as you freaking can. Well, right. But, oh, yeah. So you're down there for like 20 seconds. Now it's like 40 minutes. You go back up. Yeah. No, whole game. Whole game. You come up and take a breath, you're a pussy. No, you, well, yeah, they, they ever there are all sorts a... of strategies to it. When you take a breath, do you swim on the surface, then plunge down ahead? I'll take a breath when I'm out of breath. That's <laughs> my strategy. Yeah, you're off the team. <laughs> do you ever find a player just floating down there? <laughs> what happened to Jim? Oh, oh. Oh, Jim. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.